You're listening to The Sigron Show, episode number 395. In this episode, I talked to Vanessa Laszlo about how she made 20,000 euro with her first ever launch. Welcome to The Sigrun Show. I'm your host, Sigrun, creator of Samba, the MBA program for online entrepreneurs. With each episode, I'll share with you inspiring case studies and interviews to help you achieve your dreams and turn your passion into profits. Thank you for spending time with me today. Building an online business takes time. I share with you proven strategies to help you get there faster. You'll also learn how to master your mindset, up-level your marketing, and succeed with masterminds. Today I speak with Vanessa Laszlo, who participated recently in my brand new launch program, Samba Accelerator. As an executive coach, Vanessa focuses on helping her clients resolve conflicts within their companies. In this episode, she shares her experience in Samba Accelerator and how she made 20,000 euro in her first ever launch. Before we dive in, I want to announce that based on popular demand, we are running one of my free courses for the second time. The free five-day online course, How to Succeed in the Next Normal in Online Business, is taking place from September 7th to 11th. If you are ready to set your business up for the next normal and long-term business success, this is for you. Over five days, you'll learn how to craft unique content for your audience, decide what you should be selling right now, how to build and grow a loyal audience, and so much more. If you're ready to take bold action, join us and secure your free spot now. Go to the show notes at sigma.com forward slash 395, where you can sign up for the five-day course, How to Succeed in the Next Normal in Online Business, and find all the links to Vanessa Laszlo. I am so excited to be with here with Vanessa Laszlo and talk about her experience in the program called Samba Accelerator and how she was able to have amazing first launch. Welcome to the show, Vanessa. Thank you very much for making the time, Zikun. I'm, I'm very pleased to talk to you. Well, I'm excited to hear all about your story. I know it, of course, and that's why you're here on this show because I think more people need to hear about it. So take us back to beginning, middle of March, I guess middle of March, when uh, the world went into lockdown. What happened in your life or business then? So, okay, so let, let me start with this. I'm a psychologist and I've been working as a consulting psychologist for corporate clients for almost 20 years. And I can say I was, or I have been a successful business owner offline. And in my former offline world, I would describe myself as a big fish in a rather small pond. So, you know, I, I didn't have a large amount of customers, but I have a, a small to medium amount of really loyal and customers. And then in, in March, 2020, when our whole world changed and, and COVID-19 and its consequences in our society and on industry hit their businesses, a huge part of my business just came to a grinding halt. And to be honest with you, I didn't realize it at first. 
<laughs> you know, when the first appointments were canceled in March, I, I really enjoyed this sudden break. For years, I, I had a high level, a really high level of, of kind of um, complexity of everyday life. And those first few weeks without so many obligations and with a seven-year-old kid who couldn't go to school, it felt like a mother-daughter retreat. And it, I know it sounds absurd, but I have fond memories of this first few weeks in lockdown. You know, I had such an amount of time for my daughter, for myself, for my old dog. That is important to me too. I, you know, I, I read a lot of books. I slept a lot. I, I started cooking. I enjoyed to be in my beautiful home. So this was great until it began to dawn on me that maybe there is no going back to my so-called normal. And that was a big shame because in my so-called normal, 2020 was supposed to be my, my biggest business year, at least in financial terms. And so this dimension, it, it vanished into really thin air. And with realizing that, it was quite a, a huge shock. And I really felt shocked and I really felt depressed. And to be, to be clear, I really pitied myself. And then I realized something, and I would like to, to, um, to take a minute to talk to you about this, because I have the hope that um, this may be of some value for anyone who listens to us. I have to take you back um, while studying psychology at uni. And while studying psychology, you have to do a lot of experiments. That's one of several great points about this psychology study. I loved it. And I remembered one of those called learning psychology experiments I had to do being a student more than two decades ago. And all you need is a motivated rat and a big maze. And so do you know how to motivate a rat, Sikun? No, maybe if it's food, I don't know. Yeah, almost. You, it's mean, but it works with food deprivation. You know, because when it's hungry, it starts to sniffle around. That's even a bigger drive than its drive for safety, for hiding. So you make them hungry in order to use them as experimental um, rats. Then you get a, you got a stopwatch in your hand and you have this big maze that consists of, you know, different tunnels and corridors and so on. And this maze, it kind of has the, the complexity decree for a rat's brain that is similar to the complexity of our everyday life for human brains. Okay, and then you take um, something they really like, like, say, a piece of bacon or, or cheese or some nuts or they love chocolate. That's not healthy. So let's take a piece of bacon and you create a safe exit and you put it in corridor five. And then you take the rat and you take your stopwatch and then you just watch what happens. And it starts, of course, to sniffle around. Sniff, sniff, sniff. Corridor one, damn it, no food, no exit. Sniff, sniff, sniff. Corridor two, damn it, no food either. And so on. And then suddenly, hooray, corridor five, sniff, sniff, sniff. There's food and there's an exit. And you do this several times. And I had to draw those learning curves, you know. And at the beginning, they all look like trial and error, trial and error. But you do this several times. And then suddenly, you have a very motivated and very smart rat who, who totally get the whole game. It became a professional experimental rat and you can show it on its curve. It's like a steep high and it establishes itself on a high level. And if you have this curve, you know, it's a so-called learned behavior. And then the actual experiment starts by changing the structure of the maze. And, you know, to, to shorten it, you take the bacon out of corridor five and you put it in corridor 20. And then you take this little animal 
and it's still hungry yet motivated and it, it has become really, really smart. And of course, it will run straightly into corridor five. And then this poor little thing experiences a great shock because they're in corridor five where the bacon and the safe exit have always been as nothing, nothing left. And you can even measure its stress. I had to do this, you know, its pulse rate and you can even take it on the protein content of its tear fluids and all these mean things. But you can, you can see that it's experiencing something psychologists refer to um, a reactive depression, or we would say a, a huge midlife crisis, a life crisis, major stress. And, you know, and then something happens. And even as a, as a young student, in my opinion, that reduces a lot the applicability of this experiment on humans because the rat is still hungry. And of course, it will start to sniffle around again. Whereas humans, you know, we tend to build a resting spot. Some take soft, big pillars to make it even cozier. And then we start to, to, to feed on our beliefs. And even sometimes we starve on our beliefs and people tend to do it for years or even decades. And, you know, I'm a coach. That's, that's, I love this. That's my destiny. And I'm quite used to talk about those things. People used to tell me on an everyday basis about, about their corridor fives. You know, they told me in my relationship, the bacon has been always here concerning my health and my career and this family. And then it dawned on me, hey, in my life, the bacon has been here and now it's gone. And you know what? I was relieved because I realized I'm not a fucking mess inside, I'm fine. I'm just experiencing a really serious corridor five problem. And all I have to do is get up and sniffle again. And that's what I did, you know, to get to your question. I just sniffled around and then someone in my bubble mentioned Seacoon. And of course I Googled it, who's Seacoon. And then I thought, okay, this lady obviously knows what she's talking about. I will go with her. And so that's the story of, of um, my participation in, in the Samba Accelerator. Yeah. You decided not to pit yourself for too long, but to do something about it. Yes, I, I started to sniffle around and I really knew, I instantly knew if I can do this, everything will be fine. Because, you know, in this huge world, there's enough bacon. There is, there is. I remember when you joined the program, you were still in that mode of like, is this it? And, you know, uh, there is some, there was some desperation in the air generally of, of, of making investments in a time like this. But what happened then? Well, hmm, how do I say this? One of my key findings in this great program is don't misunderstood a great concept for a manual. You know, because you, you, you provide a great concept, but it's like, it's like a dirt road and you have to, to build your own road out of it. You have to, to interpret it in your own way of thinking and feeling in, in my own context, in my own bubble. And so I think I, I had a bold um, reflection on this. And then I decided something that turns out to be very clever because, you know, 
I get it. Online biz is not like offline biz, but hey, people are still people. And, you know, I'm a badass psychologist, so I can deal with people. And I realized in the offline world, I would never, ever go to a complete stranger and try to sell him something. I would never do this. I would first and foremost focus on building up a high quality relationship, right? And that's what I did or not because, you know, I need cash flow. I have two employees left and I wanted to pay them without... Um, without touching my savings. So I needed cash flow. And so I decided for strategic reasons to focus on my previous and current clients because I already have a trusting relationship with them. And it is a true story. I've written 30 emails and very personalized, you know, like psychologically intimate emails. It took me a whole day. So I didn't have to copy and paste. I really wrote it from my heart for them. And I asked them to, to forward it. And I got over 180 um, attendees in my, in my free workshop, 190 to be exact. And I had a, a fantastic uh, show up rate, um, way above 80%. And, you know, the people who couldn't come, they even, they even uh, excused themselves via email. <laughs> So this is it. And then I, uh, I sold first, I sold in the first week 10 spots and then I sold another 10. So I sold 20 spots for my first round. I made 20K in a whole, 10K out of this first little program. And, you know, I decided to make it little because I wanted me to, to be honest, I wanted to, to test small and to fail small and even to win small. <laughs> you know, I wanted to have this, this B component. And I wanted to have this experience and I'm a quick learner. So my next program will be far more, it, it will consist of several modules and it will take several months, a year or something. But I wanted to, to fail and win and test small at the beginning. Which is a very wise decision. Did you know what a launch was before you joined the program? No, no. I was, I was in this cave somewhere in the mountains really I didn't know I didn't know what what you were talking about at first did you realize that you were learning how to launch no well yes in the process then but not at first at first I was overwhelmed you know you get a tsunami on really relevant infos and if you're a beginner you you can't differentiate what is very relevant what you can focus on what you could ignore and everything is overwhelming but then I realized I don't have to react with an allergic reaction to it because it's all about high quality interaction and it's all about focusing on on your emotional footstep and providing something that builds trust in a, in a very intense and and beautiful way and I like this very much so you know you got me hooked on this I'm, I'm really, I want, I want to learn more and I want to launch more and, and get it. So probably along the same lines, did you realize that having a $20,000 first launch is amazing success? No, no, because on my scale, um, to be clear, I'm, I'm used to, to different amounts of, of money per month. No, it was, um, it was okay. And I really understood that this is the beginning of a new me, of my online business. And I was, I'm very grateful and I'm, I'm a bit tad proud, but more, more grateful, more curious, you know, to learn more and to experience more and to perform better. 
No, I didn't. I didn't get the numbers. I'm still in the process of understanding the numbers. And what first hooked me was your idea of testing it, because as a psychologist, I'm 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 used to test ideas, you know, and that to not to fall for my beliefs, but to make clear hypotheses and test on it. And so this was like a bridge. I could use my old me, you know, to, to go over this bridge into this whole new world. Absolutely. Having a 20,000 first launch is amazing. Congratulations, Vanessa. It's truly an achievement for someone who is coming from offline and first time launching online. And it can only grow bigger from there. What do you feel is next for you? Because a part of you was holding on a little bit to your older business because that was the safe spot and also was in the beginning my recommendation. But we also agreed there's going to be a new Vanessa, a new business coming out of this. How do you feel about that right now? Well, I'm right at the start of, um, you know, understanding how to get visible. That's a major point because I'm not visible at all. You know, I'm a, I'm a big fish in a small pond offline and I'm a little, little fish in a tiny ocean online. And I have to solve this and I will, I will. And I will have fun solving it. I know this, I'm starting. And I'm planning um, two new programs, bigger ones. Lately, I've been working on a psychological leadership program for executives that will um, end with a certified coaching diploma for the participants. And I'm negotiation with the board of the coaching um, I don't know how to say it in, in English. And I'm working on an online performance coaching program for women that provides some deep work to focus on strengthening their feelings of self-worth and to connect this with business-relevant performance topics. I think that could be something. And that could be my first steps into a new customer world because, you know, I'm used to corporate customers and I think I should learn how to deal with private ones. This will also be a part of creating your own method. Yeah, you have to explain this. <laughs> All coaches should have their own method instead of teaching other people's methods. And we've talked about that. And I want to ask you if you had thought about that at all beginning of March to have your own method. I mean, I have my own method. Yes. Yes, you have your own method. But the thing is, once we haven't given it a name and a structure and, 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 and branding, it doesn't really exist in the outside world. Absolutely. It's, it's like a, a, a huge dream. It's like a ghost in, in a good way, but it's not reality, right? I'm working on it, you know, finding the words to describe it because, yeah, maybe I need a new word for coaching. And it's great, you know, it's like, um, how can I say this now? I'm in the, in the middle of, of my life and it's, it's, it feels like a harvest, even now, you know, in a mental way, an emotional way. When I look at someone like yourself where you would not have taken these steps without door five being closed, the bacon taken away. I loved your example, even though I feel sorry for the rat, but the example is great to explain what, uh, what this has been. It's a blessing in disguise. It is. And it is really give yourself slack because it's an existential, relevant dimension. It's not a small thing. 
don't go this road, I can say, you know, it's, it's a really big thing. And it's okay, you know, it's okay to feel like shit, but you have to go up and do it anyway. You have to sniffle around. And I promise there are enough nuts in every corridor or cheese or bacon or chocolate cream with bread or whatever you want. There is. And Vanessa, to see you also blossom and smile and being full of joy compared to end of March, you're also a different person. Oh, thank you very much. Yeah, I can feel it. Congratulations again on your amazing first launch. I know there are many more and bigger to come. And thank you for sharing your journey with our listeners. Yeah, you're welcome. It was fun. And thank you very much. Without you and without your great advice and the awesome content, the toolbox and everything, you know, the concept, not the manual, the concept, I wouldn't have done it, really. I still would sit in, in Corridor 5 and I believe to read the 300th book of online business or something. That is really true. So it was worth gold. I, I cannot I can underlie this. That is worth gold to get a helping hand and to, to get an action-oriented guide. Thank you for sharing that, Vanessa. Thank you so much. Thank you very much for making the time. It was, it was a pleasure. Go to the show notes at sigm.com forward slash 395, where you can sign up for the five-day course how to succeed in the next normal in online business and find all the links to Vanessa Laszlo. Thank you for listening to The Signal Show. Did you enjoy this episode? Let me know that you listened by tagging me in your Insta story or Instagram post using my handle signalcom and the hashtag Signal Show. See you in the next episode.